Hey everybody, this is Don Newman and this is Living a Life Worth Remembering. This is the show that's dedicated to helping you and I live a life that will continue to live on even after our own lifetime has ended. Today, I want to talk about taking small steps that lead to a very big change. In fact, the title of today's episode is Just Do the One Thing. Just Do the One Thing. Finding the power to change your life through simple, small steps. And so as we share this today, I believe this is going to encourage you to find a key on how to change your life and how to move it in the direction maybe you've wanted to move it toward uh, for years. And so I run into people all the time and talk to people all the time that share how they're frustrated that they feel like they're stuck. They feel like they're stuck in a place in their life that they've wanted to change for years and they either go in the same circle, maybe make some changes, but end up in the same place, or even worse, sometimes they even go backwards. And as I talk with people about where they're at in life, you know, they'll share about maybe they want to change uh, their life by losing weight, or maybe they're wanting to change their life by writing a book, or maybe they're working to hopefully change their financial situation. And, you know, they look like uh, or they share their feelings on how they feel stuck and they're looking, how can I make my life go forward? Uh, if you watched one of my past broadcasts that I aired a few months ago, how to make a U-turn in your life, you heard me share how I was very focused in an area that I've wanted to change for years, which is in my health, in losing weight. And uh, I shared how I was frustrated that I hadn't been able to make any progress in that area for some time. Well, the good news is, since that broadcast, I've lost about 25 pounds. And I am well on my way to not only losing weight, but more importantly, getting healthier. So I'm going to share some things today that I truly believe are going to encourage you and help you be able to make some simple, small steps, and that's the key, simple, small steps that are really going to have a large impact uh, in your life. So I'm going to share some things. I'm going to share some quotes with you today, and I encourage you, if you've got a piece of paper, or better yet, if you've got post-it notes or stickies, grab one of these because I'm going to share some things that I want you to do as we actually start to talk about this together. You know, um, I made a plan last year that I really, really wanted to shift my weight, and I went through a process of discovering what is going to be the best way without just doing another yo-yo diet to really make a shift that was going to get me to the place that is going to actually bring life change that'll last beyond just this moment that will last for years, because that's really what we want. The goal of this show is I want everybody that is part of this, that I'm encouraging, I, I want people to get to the end of their life and to be able to say, hey, I can look back on my life and see there are areas in my life that have changed and changed for the good. Uh, I don't want anyone, including myself most of all, to get to the end of my life and say, well, I was sure busy, but I don't know what I did in my lifetime. So this is what it's all about. It's about finding the power to be able to change, to be able to move forward. And there are some simple steps 
that we can do. You know, I love this saying, you know, if we can make change through less and not more, through small and not large, and through one thing instead of many things, then we'll be able to accomplish much. And so I want to encourage you today as I'm going to share three things with you that can help you identify one small thing that in the end can make a really big difference in your life. So there are three things that I believe that really, really will help us be able to do that. The first thing is this. We need to change the way we view small things. You know, if you've ever heard the thing, uh, the saying, go big or go home, that's a great saying. And I agree with that saying, but I want to give you a new saying. Go small and consistent so you can go big. Uh, because many times people launch out and they try to go big and they fail or they get discouraged or they don't know where to start first or uh, they're distracted. They're trying to do everything at one time and it's just overwhelming. So I want to teach you a new method and it's go small, go consistent so you can go, so you can go big. But we got to change the way that we view small things. Too many times we'll overlook little things uh, because we feel like they're not going to have any impact. Well, I would do that, but that's not really going to change anything. I want to do something that's going to have major changes. You know, many of the yo-yo diets that I've gone on in the past, they were all focused on losing all of my weight within a short period of time. And guess what happens most times? You end up gaining it back. Well, what about finding something that is manageable that you can do but it has great results at the end. So I want to share a couple things with you to help you see small things really can have a big impact. There's a good friend of mine, uh, his name's Tony Owen, and he works in an industry that uh, produces fertilizer and, and does a lot of things that uh, you see for sale in hardware stores and major chains like Lowe's and Home Depot and other places like that. And he's been in that business for a lot of years. And he told me this story uh, that I may have shared before, but I want to share it again in this context. He told me a story of a, a young man that he met that was working at one of these retailers, uh, working outside actually at the time, uh, getting carts out of the parking lot. And Tony was on his way into that store not to try to secure a business deal or talk to anybody. He was going in to get something that he needed. And as he made his way in the store, the guy said something to him. And Tony took the time to stop and talk with him, just be nice to him. And uh, in those few minutes, they had kind of a conversation and maybe a laugh or two. And Tony went in the store and got what he needed and headed out. Well, Tony came back to that store uh, sometime in the near future and saw that young man again and actually uh, called out to him and had kind of a, another brief conversation with him and said it was a very nice conversation and talked to him about what he was doing. And, you know, this process continued on with Tony talking to this guy maybe a couple of times, two or three times a year, or it could have been more frequent than that. But he kept seeing the young man and kept being nice to him. Uh, nothing significant was discussed. He just was being nice to him. And he noticed one time uh, in the future, after meeting him the, for the first time, that this young man had been promoted. He was working in another position. And so he had another conversation with him. And as time went on, 
he, he noticed that uh, the young man kind of moved up in the company, but he kind of lost track of him. But during that time, he had had a lot of really good positive conversations with this young man. Again, just being nice. Well, one day, Tony wanted to secure a very, very large contract with this company. And uh, it was going to involve uh, millions of dollars. And it was going to go over a period of years. And so as he made his way to the headquarters for this national retailer, he walked into the room to meet with the buyer that was the individual that was over uh, securing contracts and securing product that would be sold in their stores. And when he turned the corner, guess who was sitting behind the desk? The young man he was nice to many years ago in the parking lot. And I can tell you when it comes to sales, when it comes to persuasion, relationship, trust, and being likable will always beat a, a bottom line if it's close. And uh, Tony didn't even have to really compete much with the other uh, producers that were trying to get their product into the, into the many stores that this retailer had because this young man lit up when he saw Tony because Tony had taken the time to be nice to him and build a relationship with him. So guess who won the contract? Tony did. Where did it begin? It began with a very small connection with a young man just being nice to him. There was no negotiation going on. There was no salesmanship going on. It was just being genuine. You know, think about that. Who, uh, who are you meeting today? Who are you passing by that might hold the key to your future and you just don't know it? So don't overlook small things. You know, there are so many things that uh, are small that we don't realize could have a significant impact in our life. Uh, if I was to give you the option, you may have heard this before, you have an option of I'll give you $500,000 or I'll give you a penny doubled every day for 30 days. What would you choose? Well, if you've heard it before, you know that you'd choose the penny doubled every day for 30 days. But if you've never heard it before, and I'm the very first person that has brought that up, you might have to think about it and do some math. But initially, most people say, man, give me the half a million in cash. And uh, what's a penny going to uh, amount to? But if you didn't know this, a penny doubled every day and then doubled again and doubled again in 30 days adds up to $5 million. You're talking about the value of compounded interest, uh, that little penny being doubled again and again and again would exceed anything that you might imagine uh, $500,000 doesn't even come close to $5 million. It makes me think I wish that when I was 20 that I just would have started putting 20 bucks into savings. What if I would have done that? Well, I need the $20 for a hamburger. I need the $20 for this. Well, if I'd have left that $20 in there over the years, I would be looking at over well over a million dollars in retirement. And you've heard these illustrations. Well, what's the power of that? The power of that is a little, a little done the right way can lead to a lot. But we overlook that. We overlook the penny. We overlook the, the money. Uh, another illustration I love to share is the domino illustration. It's one of my favorite illustrations. If you've ever... Uh, played with dominoes or you've ever set up a, a domino uh, kind of uh, illustration to where you have a whole line of the dominoes and 
you know, if you push one down, it'll push the next one down and it goes around like a train. And you've seen this on television where students have spent weeks putting up these long domino trains and then in four minutes, the whole thing knocks down. It's beautiful to see. But, you know, you got to think about that. What creates all of that power that's released through all of those dominoes falling? One domino at the very beginning falling is what creates it. One domino. It's just one domino. I'll take it a step further. Uh, scientists have proven that a domino can actually fall, as it falls, can actually knock over another domino that is 50% uh, larger than the first domino. And they've actually proven that if you were to stack dominoes in a linear line and each one was bigger, that eventually this little domino would eventually knock over a domino that was as large as a 10-story building. So imagine that. This little domino falling, making just a, a whack sound, could create eventually a, a sound that would be deafening if you were anywhere close to it that we can't even imagine. And so, you know, most of us, we have goals in life, and our goals in life are like that 10-story building, and we're trying to get that 10-story building to fall. We're trying to get that to happen. Man, that's what I want to accomplish in my life, and we should have goals that are far off. We should have 10-story uh, uh, building goals that are built way out in the future that motivate us. But you're not going to get that thing to fall in your own strength. But if you start with the single domino, you can make that building fall. Uh, you know, other small things that have significant impact. You know, I love the fact that Jesus, you know, he talked to a whole bunch of people and he ministered to a lot of different people. But what did he focus on? He focused on 12 disciples and he really focused on three. He poured his life into 12 people, really focusing on three of them uh, the most. But look what's happened. Christianity is millions and millions and millions of people throughout the world and the generations because he focused on 12. Again, a small thing. Who do you have in your life? Maybe you're a stay-at-home mom and you feel like I, I'm not having an impact, but you've got three young children at home that you're teaching and you're loving on and you're encouraging. Uh, those three children can have an impact throughout this world that you could never, ever imagine because you can't see, you can't see beyond those first dominoes. But know this, that small things lead to big things. And so don't overlook small things. So the first thing is we've got to think differently about small things. We've got to appreciate small things. We've got to understand small things can have a huge difference. Uh, the largest wildfire ever in California history in 2003, it was called the Great Cedar Fire, um, was started by one man that was trying to start a little campfire to try to get himself rescued. One little fire burned the most woods that have ever been, ever been burned before in California. Uh, one little fire, one little spark. So we got to think differently about the significance of small. Now the next thing that you have to learn is this. You need to realize that small things matter. That's first. But you also need to realize that, let's say your list of things that you want to change in your life right now is you want to write a book, I want to lose weight, I want to quit smoking, I want to get connected with family again, I want to get organized, especially at work, and let's say on and on and on, 
you made a list and all the things you made on that list, uh, they're all important to you. You've got to realize that, first off, that small things matter, but you've also got to realize that while everything matters, everything does not matter the same. Let me say that again. All those things you listed, stop smoking, writing a book, uh, getting organized, they all matter, but they all don't matter the same. You've got to find, we've got to find, what matters the most. What's that one thing that matters the most in the midst of all those things that do matter? And I'm going to share some of that, but I want to share a couple of things to try and illustrate how that plays out. Uh, I've been a sales manager now for 10 years. And in my time as being a sales manager, I've learned a lot and I've learned how to be effective and I've learned how to waste time and just be busy. When I first became a sales manager, I came under the pressure that I've got to do spreadsheets. I've got to do forecast. And the reason I came under this pressure is because everything in front of me told me if you're going to be a good sales manager, you've got to be good at these things. And I began to take all these things on and begin to try to be effective in each of these different things. Well, I'm not good with numbers. Numbers don't motivate me at all. I mean, I, I money is a motivation to anybody if you've got bills to pay and you're trying to better your life. But uh, spreadsheets and forecast and budgets and things, they just drain me. I like persuasion. I like talking to people. I like coaching with people. I like selling. And that's where I'm really best at. But I thought I've got to just get better in these areas that are, are difficult for me. And so what I found was I, I would find myself trying to do everything and really not accomplishing anything and ultimately not reaching the results, which were better sales or sales growing uh, in, in our process. And you know, and I found myself trying to do things that I was ill-equipped to do. And the reason why is, as I was trying to say, all this matters. All this matters, and I've got to get all of this done. And, and I'm not saying forecasts don't matter. I'm not saying that doing comparisons between competitors doesn't matter. All of those things do matter. But you've got to find what matters most. And many times you've got to find what you're supposed to do and what maybe you're supposed to delegate to other people to do so that you can do what matters most to get the job done. So everything that I have learned in working as a sales manager has led me to this conclusion that I've got to focus on what matters most. Everything matters, but everything doesn't matter the same. I love the Russian proverb that says, if you try to chase two rabbits, you will not catch either one of them. And so many times in life, people look back and they're like, man, I've been busy. I've, I've, I've been doing things. I've been in action. I've been in motion, but I haven't accomplished anything. Have you ever heard the saying, you can be the jack of all trades, but the master of none? That happens to so many people because their efforts are diffused to many different things. So back to my illustration, imagine me doing forecast, imagine me doing this, imagine me doing this. So guess what type of coaching I'd be doing individually with the members on my team? It would be sporadic, if not at all. And so focus where you have the biggest bang. I love uh, what Ogmandino said is that it is those who concentrate on but one thing at a time 
who advance the world. So what we've got to do is we've got to find what's the most important thing. So I want to encourage you uh, to get a piece of paper or as I shared earlier, post-it notes, because I'm going to do a little coaching session with you. It's not going to take long to help you determine what is the most important thing and how to find the first step to accomplishing that most important thing. So if you were to take all of the different things and you were to begin to write down and you, if you imagine I've got a pen right now and I'm actually writing down on each of these you know, different things that I want to do. I want to write a book and I put this in front of me. I write on the next one. I want to lose weight. I pick the next one. I want to uh, get my finances straight. I want to pay off debt and on and on. I may, I might even have one that, look, I really, I really want to take a vacation. That's something I want to do that's fun. And I put all of these things in front of me. Okay, now how do I determine? They all matter. All of these things are things I want to do. They all matter, but they don't all matter the same. So the last thing that I want to teach you is how do you decide, how do you figure out what is the most important thing? You begin with a list, just like I just did. Your list is going to be different than mine. And it could be three, it could be 15. It doesn't matter. Uh, you don't want to do 100 or 200 because now you're getting into things that are really similar that that aren't necessarily uh, different. But you can do any number that you'd like. So now, how do I figure out which one of these things, all of them matter, matters most? I want to teach you what's called the focusing question. Uh, this is something that I learned in one of the books that I've read. I've read many books. Uh, this book that I read recently called One is all about just doing one thing, actually writes about this question. And I've done this myself in a different way, but I love the way that they uh, poise this. And so here is what they teach, and I believe in this very much. You, it's called the focusing question, and what you want to do as you're looking at this is you want to say, what's the one thing that I can do that, that such, by doing that one thing, it will make everything else easier or unnecessary? Let me say that again. I've got all of these different things. They're different. But what's the one thing that I can choose to focus on that is going to make everything else easier or unnecessary? Okay, I'm actually living this right now because I had determined, I, I gave you some different examples, but what I had determined was the thing that matters most in my life right now is losing weight. I made a determination that I feel like this, if I, as, I, as I get healthier, it's going to help me focus and write a book. It's actually going to impact that. And it's actually going to impact taking a vacation. It's actually going to impact some other areas in my life. This is the most important thing because when I looked at it, I said, this is going to have an impact on the other areas in my life. So, what I do is I move everything else out of the way. I'm still going to do these things. There's still things I'm going to do, but instead of trying to do them all, this is most important. So I said, okay, losing weight's most important. Okay, I feel like if I lose weight, 
It's going to impact other areas of my life. It's going to give me energy. I'm going to feel better about myself. I'm going to feel like I'm accomplishing something. And guess what happens? I gain control of an area of my life. That becomes the place that my army breaks through the army of the enemy that's trying to hold me back from becoming the person I'm meant to become. I'm choosing one point to focus my focus on. These things I'm going to work on, but this I'm going to live. So what I did is I put up at the very top, I want to lose weight. So what I do next is I do the same question, okay, with, with that one thing, but I do it by this. I list what are all the ways I can lose weight, okay, and this is what I actually did. Uh, I can exercise. I write on this one. Uh, I can uh, eat uh, better, eat keto, eat clean. That's worked very well for me. I said I can do intermittent fasting. Uh, I can have accountability helps me. So I wrote accountability. So basically the goal is to lose weight. Then I wrote, okay, uh, I need uh, accountability. I need to eat clean. Uh, you know, all of these different things that are part of losing. I need to exercise. So guess what I do? I then look at these, all of these things that are listed. And then I ask myself, looking at all of the things, how I accomplished the losing weight. And I ask myself, okay, what's the one thing that I can do such by doing that one thing is actually going to make the other ones easier? Of the things, well, one of the things that I didn't uh, list just a second ago was to uh, uh, to actually, you know, uh, get people involved in my life that were speaking into my life, watching podcasts and things like that. So that was another one. So I looked at podcasts. I looked at doing keto. I looked at intermittent fasting. I looked at exercise, and all of these things I listed out. So I determined that the biggest thing that I could do, and this doesn't happen overnight, this wasn't me making a decision in 24 hours, but the biggest thing that I decided was the biggest thing I can do is intermittent fasting. I determined that intermittent fasting was gonna help me the most to accomplish what I wanted to do and move toward losing weight. These other things I would do, I'm gonna do keto, I'm gonna do all these things, but I decided intermittent fasting. So guess what I did? You're, I'm sure you're getting the routine now. I then said, okay, intermittent fasting is the most important thing of all the things I can do that lead to, I'm getting more and more granular now. I'm, I'm getting down to the small. Remember what I said earlier. It's not about going big. It's about going small and consistent to go big. So now I'm asking myself, what are the things I can do to be successful at intermittent fasting? The first thing that I said was, well, I need to prepare food. I need to decide, okay, what am I cooking? When am I cooking it? Do I have salad? Do I have all those things prepared? The other thing is I need an app. I have an app on my phone that records the time that I'm not eating. So I have this period that I'm not eating and I'm eating in a smaller window. Uh, and then I decide, well, uh, also I need to listen to podcasts on intermittent fasting. That's going to help me. And I just kept listing the things that's going to help me do intermittent fasting and be successful at it. And then uh, one of the last things I put was go to bed early. And go to bed early. Go to bed at 11 o'clock. 
because I'm not eating and sitting around watching TV at midnight or one o'clock in the morning is just only going to lead to me sitting around thinking, well, maybe I'd like a snack or maybe I'd like this. So what do I do? I did the same thing. I said, okay, which is the one thing of these four things that I can do that's going to help me be more successful at intermittent fasting? What is going to make these things easier, unnecessary? And guess what I came up with? Go to bed early. <laughs> now think of this. All of these goals out here that I believe I want to change in my life, what if just going to bed early is going to help me accomplish all of this? See, I found that if I go to bed early, okay, and I wake up the next morning, I have self-control like I just normally don't have. And I've got the food prepared. I'm watching the podcast on intermittent fasting. And I'm doing these other things. They become easier because where I fail the most is staying up late. So this was the most important thing in all the things I wanted to do in my life. Well, that's silly. You go to bed early. That's not going to change anything. That's the wrong thinking. See, the right thinking is, no, just doing this one thing is going to trigger these other things. Doing this one thing is going to become the domino that is going to lead to the other dominoes falling. So all of a sudden, I'm now successful in intermittent fasting. Guess what? I'm walking. I've been doing intermittent fasting now for a month. It's, again, that may not be the plan you need to follow, but it is working for me. And so now I'm walking. Guess what? Now I'm eating better. Guess what? Everything else is starting to fall in line because I found the one place that I could start and be successful that had the greatest impact on that one area. And guess what? It knocked down the next domino that knocks down the next domino. Guess what? I'm going to take a vacation. It's coming. I can sense it. I'm not going to wake up a year from now and still be dealing with my weight and still be dealing with all these goals I've made no progress on. Why? Because I decided what's the most important goal and I focused on achieving that. You can do this. You can self-coach yourself by just getting a big pack of sticky notes and writing everything out that you want to do, but then deciding what is the one thing that you is most important of all those things that you need to start with, and then keep doing that. Keep going as granular as you can go. You'll finally get to a point you can't go any further, then you'll know that's the first domino. And if I will do that and do that consistently, that is going to lead to all these other things. I, I pray that this has really encouraged you today and it's helped give you something to do. My hope and desire is that you'll find what that most important thing is. You'll, you'll learn first that small things really do matter. And you'll learn that while everything matters, everything does not matter the same. But finally, you'll discover what is that one small thing that's the most important thing that'll start you on the journey to accomplishing what you want to accomplish in your life? So when you and I, both of us, leave this planet, we've left this life achieving what we believe God's called us to do. I just want to pray for you today and pray that God will just use this to encourage you, whether it's in business or it's in your personal life or you have goals. Uh, I truly believe that as you do this, uh, with God's help, He'll guide you. So I want to pray for you. Lord Jesus, I just thank you for everyone watching this broadcast today. And I ask that you would move them toward accomplishing the goals 
that you have put in front of their life. Remove the distractions and all of the things that pull us in all of the wrong directions. Uh, Lord, let us learn what you learned about focusing on the small things to bring a greater and larger impact. And I pray that you'd bless everybody in this in a significant way. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Thank you for watching this episode today. In the future, uh, this is the second year of living a life worth remembering. I want to encourage you to continue to uh, share this with other people. If you're not subscribed uh, to this uh, broadcast, you can go to YouTube. It's Coach Don Newman. Uh, you also, if you want to listen to the podcast, you can go to iTunes. It's Living a Life Worth Remembering. But I want to encourage you to share this uh, with other people to encourage them. And I will be sharing more in the future as well as having guests that will be coming online with me to talk about how they are living a life worth remembering and sharing things that they are seeing. But I'm praying that the ripples that you create today will become the waves of the future. And I look forward to talking again to you in the future. Everyone have a great day. God bless.